Hello. Welcome. Welcome back to Send Him Off. We've had a bit of a sabbatical. Um, I don't really know why, to be honest. Various... There's been an accumulation. Yes. Yeah. Um, and, and then the Queen passed away, which, to be fair, didn't affect our schedule at all. Yeah, it had nothing to do with what we were doing, but um, it coincided. It looked like it did, because we had a yeah. week off. Um, <laughs> but, uh, yeah, we're back. And we're back with another... Room 101. Are we allowed to call it that? I don't know if we are. I don't know if it's copyrighted. Should we just Ramped say rant him off? Rant yeah. him off. Yes. We, got, we have got the perfect guest for this tonight. Oh, my ever-present do, podcasting yeah. partner. Sorry. Yeah, there we are. Like, we, we've had don't such a sabbatical. It. I've forgotten about it. Did you forget about it? Yeah, I did. I was that. hanging on. I was I was waiting for you to say it. I jumped in anyway. But yeah, anyway, kiss. Anyway, kiss. Any kiss. Any, anyway. Any... <laughs> Let me get back into it. It's fine. Give me a sec. Right. So rusty, we have rusty, Kieran yeah. Rantz. Kieran Rance has joined yeah. us again. Again, he was, yeah. Uh, he was our Everton... Cor- yeah, Everton. He's there with an Everton badge on. Yeah. Everton correspondent <laughs> back in the uh, back in the pre-season of uh, this year. So, yeah, how's it going? Yeah, it's going all right. I mean, I remember when I came on, I was very negative, wasn't I, about Everton, about life, really, in general. But I'm, I'm much more positive now. You know what I mean? We've, we've started yeah. the season well. Uh, life's going all right as well. So, I'm, I'm ready to, to take on Alex in these pet peeves because I've got yeah, quite, right. quite an Everton fan. I must say, you do pick up some as the seasons go on. <laughs> yeah, so it's going to be a very biased and, and fun show, I think, today. So, yeah, thanks sense. for having when, me back on. When your name is Kieran Rance, which I'm, it has assuming, to be, yeah. I'm assuming that is your normal surname. Uh, yeah, <laughs> Mr. and Mrs. Rance. Um, like, just, yeah, yeah. yeah, you know, um, you've got a lot to live up to, Kieran, you know. So yeah. um, for anyone who hasn't uh, listened to our previous Room 101 episodes, um, it's just like the TV show. We've really ripped it off. And uh, so, Blatantly. Yeah, yeah. So I have the power today. I, I'll be in charge. I will be the judge. Alex. Sam and... has drafted me in. Well, I he have, drafted yeah. me in. Not just Sam. I did as well. And, um. Uh, so yeah. Taking taking in turns, Alex and Kieran tonight to give me a pet peeve. I have to then decide which of those two pet peeves uh, per round uh, are going to go into room one one. So let's start. We'll go with Kieran first. So. Your first pet peeve, what would you like to banish? From okay, um, I want to banish all Liverpool fans, please. Um, because <laughs> they are the most annoying fan base I think you will ever find. In- is there, before we can is there any point of me saying mine? Yeah, uh, probably not, mate. No, I, I there we are, right. You've won this round, but I'll say mine anyway. Go on, carry on, Kieran. I didn't mean because- to interrupt you there. It, it, listen, I know Liverpool fans got a lot of stick recently about the monarchy, and I'm not going to go down that route because that's a very controversial debate. I, I just mean day-to-day, Liverpool fans on TikTok, YouTube, wherever it may be, are either the most optimistic fans you will ever see in your life, or they are the most pessimistic fans you, you, you will... It, it's two extremes, man. You live in, like, it's in 1930s Germany, you've either got communism or fascism on one side. It's two <laughs> and there's no middle ground. What I also must say about Liverpool fans is there's a common theme... And this is what they all agree on. They've all got the best players in each position. So Allison's the best goalkeeper. Van Dijk's the best centre-back. Trent is the best right-back, obviously, recently. A bit shaky. But, uh, you know, Robertson's best left-back. And that's a general trend. They always think they've got the best players in each position. But then they always turn it round when it comes to a big squad debate. And they always go, oh, well, City are the better team. City are the better, um, you know, squad, whatever it may be. And it just doesn't make any sense because they're saying they've got the best players. They're saying they've got the best manager. But then they're saying that they haven't got the best squad. I mean, if you've got the best, it's either it's, if you've got the best players, you've either not got a good manager, and that's why you've not got a good squad, or it's vice versa, you've got a very good manager and not that good players. But it just doesn't make any sense to me because they always think they're the best. 
but then in the West at another time. Um, and to mention some some great names as well, Jonathan Morley is the most entertaining TikToker I think you've ever seen in your life. He's the most <laughs> bipolar TikToker. Uh, but I'll give you some examples. He said that Liverpool won in the Champions League. They were winning the Premier League this year. Then two videos after, he said, null and void the season. Uh, forget the season's ever happened, blah, blah, blah. Then that was the Fulham game, by the way, where they drew. Now, once <laughs> they drew one to Ajax today, um, after the Napoli game where he was saying, uh, you know, all these players aren't good enough. We're going to, you know, absolutely bomb all the leagues. It's going to be awful. We're going to finish 10th, this, that, the other, blah, blah, blah. Next thing you know, when they won against Ajax, he was saying, right, season's back on. We're going to win the league. We're going to win all this. And it's like, why are you the most, the most bipolar fan base I think I've ever seen in my life? And I know an Everton fan, so it's very biased. And I know how long I've been going on here, but this is a rant because Liverpool fans, they just need to be stopped. That's as simple as that. They need to be stopped. Um, and they're out of control right now. So I cannot wait to control. the downfall. I cannot wait. And I'm all here for it. I'm going to have a party. And uh, yeah, it's going to be great. So that's Do you know what? For Liverpool fans, right. Okay. Kieran Rance by name. Kieran Rance by nature. Yeah, I'm quite what can we say? That there's TikTok beef going on on our podcast. And I am. I want to, I think I, I feel like I want to get dragged into it low key. I don't. <laughs> I do. I do. It's very entertaining TikTok beef. Uh, as long as you stay a bit cool, level headed, and you're, you're able to uh, take the, the beef. Uh, and, and able to take the criticism off many comments, it is absolutely enjoyable. That, that's what I must say. Um, yeah, we are yet to experience it. We don't post nearly enough on TikTok. No, I, that's true. That I very true. We, I don't think anybody follows us. Uh, we just follow. Um, that's just our personal accounts. That's yeah. all it is. Um, uh, I'm trying Alex, to look through my... Yeah. What, are you, what are you countering that with? There's nothing I can counter with because I know you and I know whatever. As soon as he said Liverpool fans, we have to stop Liverpool fans. I was like, well... That's it then. I can't win this round because Sam has a grudge against Liverpool. Liverpool and Brentford. Brentford yeah. for other reasons, but don't worry about that. But yeah, I know I'm not winning this. So I'm just going to try and pick one now that I think might... I don't know. It's it's like that game where you can either like waste a really crappy one or yeah. try and or you, counter you it. Try and counter yeah. And I think I'm just going to have to... I don't know. Uh, oh, yeah, we are. I'll just say Twitter accounts with football as, as the profile picture. And these get to me um, mainly because they're kids and they know nothing about football. Like, they're clearly not old enough to be on Twitter. A lot of them could well be Liverpool fans, in all fairness. You know, they've got Alice and Van Dyke as their proper picture and whatever. And the girl that they, you know, maybe they're going out with in their, uh, in their bio and how long they've been going together. But these kids annoy me because they'll spout so much and most of what they spout gets traction. And that's the bit that gets me. Those are the ones that get traction. And people like, you know, not saying that I post too many sensible things, but like Kieran, for example, or whoever, you could well post something very, very sensible and something worth reading. And yours will just get drowned out by some, I don't know, let's, let's pick a Liverpool fan, some, you know, Liverpool 10-year-old with Alice and his profile picture saying about, oh, you know, they need to null and void the season. That's what gets me. So, yeah, I, I'm not going to go on too much about it because I know I'm not going to win. But that's my argument. That. You say that. One of my pet hates in football is the football's football profile picture Twitter accounts. I I I, I, I hate them. that side of I hate that side of football. I hate. I, all, I don't like, like football, football Twitter unless it's I, funny. Thank you. I'm exactly the same. I cannot stand football Twitter because. Right. Okay. Here's an example. So reactionary. It's exactly, and they'll they'll make you think that 
just because so and so's had one one or two bad games, then he's he's a donkey or he's a joke. Whereas this person, or who I don't know, Kai Havertz, for example, or Timo Werner was another one. He was dug out a lot last season. He's gone back to Germany now and he's tearing it up. And I think he will tear it up this season. Do you know but, who I think was a massive, massive victim of football Twitter? And I'll stand by this and I will die on this hill. Is Oli gonna Solskjaer. I think Oli Gunnar Solskjaer, and I think Mesut Ozil is another one. He was he was a massive victim of football. But then Twitter. again, then again, I think Ozil is worshipped on some bits of Twitter. Like they, you know. Yeah, like but just just the Arsenal Ozil. section. Yeah, Prime Ozil because there are Arsenal fans who saw him week in week out. But everybody else who saw him, uh, he was this, he was lazy, he was that. But no, he was actually a very very talented footballer who yeah. made Cristiano Ronaldo Same. look superb. Same Not with that he needed though. to. I think Solskjaer finished second with a re- like a rubbish squad, really. Yeah, but jo- Jose did the no. same thing and everybody was laughing at him. And then now look at him. But anyway, yeah, that, that's my argument. Football Twitter. Right, okay. But football, oh. shall I shall I say football Twitter and specifically specifically the, the profile picture? Uh, you know, those accounts. No, because I want a good ch- I, I do want to try and beat Kieran, to be honest with you. You know, with all due respect, I want to try and beat you. <laughs> right. This is a tough one, right? This is a tough one. Because football Twitter can give us it can give us some tweets that are, you know, it gives us gold. It will yeah. give us gold now It'll and again. Give us some gold. Um but it can be not a very nice place. Um, and Liverpool fans, yeah, I'm not their biggest lover, but you know, uh, I don't know. Sam, all I'm going to say is name one sensible Liverpool fan. Uh, that, I mean, in fairness, that's a good question. <laughs> in fairness. That, 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 it's as simple as that. They're either very negative. I don't, I don't know whether Rupert's going to be listening. Rupert, you were a very sensible Liverpool fan, but yeah, that's because fairness, you're Welsh. Yes, in fairness. And I'd like to put a shout out for Jacob and Sam, who came on yeah. last year as well. Um, they were fairly sensible. Um, okay. But however, again, they're Welsh. They're not Scousers. <laughs> yes. Um, I, I'm going to put Liverpool fans. Yeah. In. It's just edged it. Um, just because when they won the Champions League in 2019, was it? Mm. 20, 20, 2019, 20, it was. It yeah, was that season, one. Wasn't it? yeah, that one. When they won that one, I genuinely had to mute Liverpool, Champions League, everything like that on Twitter because it was just doing my absolute head in. And I'm a Swansea fan. Like, mm-hmm. They have no bearing in my life whatsoever. I don't live anywhere near Liverpool. None of my close friends are Liverpool fans, really. Like... It bears no. I I can't work out why he has this hatred towards it. I don't I don't know. Yeah, I mean I I kind of hatred is a strong. Oh, word. I don't know. There's I, there's been some strong things that have been said, Mister Freeman. Nah, Brentford is that's that's hatred. Oh yeah, okay, right, fair enough, fair enough. Right, so Liverpool right. fans are going in. Right, so one nil. One nil, key run. Alex, I'll let you go first on uh, on the next round. Um. Now then. I don't. I've I've got three more. I couldn't think of five. I've got four, and I've got three to go. Um, I'm gonna go for number two. Uh, see, this is more of an ick, really, than a than a I like, like room one hundred and one. But a, this is this is a massive football ick, and it kind of. I don't know if you remember. Um, well, of course you remember when um, Trev was on about bringing science to football yeah. games. This kind of like. This is like the 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 previous generation where grown men will have names on the back of their shirts. Ooh. That one, I don't know what it is about it, but it just makes me feel like physically sick. Okay, and it, I, I can't I can't really explain it. It's like you know, 
if, if it was like a gift, like, you know, if you see like an old man and he's got like, you know, granddad 70 on the back, that's a pass. I'll let you have that one. But if it's like Tony 43 or something like oh, that, or so even like... on about like player's name. No, yeah, that, that, no, that's that's the next step. That's that's worse. Like Tony 43, that's bad. But if he's got like Ronaldo 7, really? that's a ban. That is a ban. That is an outright ban. I don't even want to That's see him anywhere near. That's a controversial opinion. No, no, no. I won't have it. I will not have it. If I see a grown man, and especially, no, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna say what I'm. I was gonna say, but if he's got a shirt, and it's got like a name of a player, especially a name of a player on the back and a number, I, I'd like him out, wow. please, out okay. to the stadium. I, like a lifetime ban. Lifetime ban. Lifetime ban. Or at least you have to like get rid of that shirt first you have to get rid of the shirt like hand it back to the club i don't want to see you there that's for children have a shirt yeah but don't get a name on the back interesting okay wow. controversial one kieran what have we got well i must say firstly i disagree with that uh, i can't oh, really I I, I I i i understand i thought you were going to say a step up was when they have when they have their own name on the back i think it's weird there's there's that's a child name. thing but if you add i don't know Anyway, we won't get bogged down in it, but my, my I don't it's think it's your bad. turn. It's your turn. Yeah, Go on. But it's the hate that both North London clubs get. Now, I'm not the biggest fan of Arsenal, um, but I am a big fan of Spurs, I must say. I feel like there's a common connection between Everton and Spurs. Um, and I feel like there's, there's that a that you massive... haven't won anything for a while. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, well, there's that. <laughs> yeah, there's that. There's also the stadium. It's always a noisy neighbour. You know, it's sort of, I, I can get the sort of feel around it that we are similar. But I think there's an over-hatred for uh, Arsenal Spurs. Now, this might just come out of a rivalry, but not between not between them, not the hate between them. It's more a general hate towards both clubs because everyone's all, always on Arteta's case. As soon as he loses a game, they're always on him. They're saying he's the worst manager in the league. Yet they forget, look what Arteta's done with this squad. Look at the squad he had at the very start. Look at the squad he's turned it into and look where they've gone from there, from the beginning to the end now. And then you look at Spurs as well. Yes, they haven't won a trophy since 2008, but let's be honest, they, they are building something great at the moment with Conte. And I just feel like it's as soon as they lose a game, you saw it yesterday with the sport and Lisbon stuff, everyone's on their case straight away. And I don't feel, feel you get the same with, with Chelsea. I don't think we had the same sort of reaction when they lost to Dynamo Zagreb. Zagreb. I feel like Chelsea have been awful for the past 12 months. But as soon as they sack Thomas Tuchel, they're all like, oh, how dare they do this? You know what I mean? And they all side sort of with not the club. You know, they always side with one part of the club. They're never always going at the club. But um, I've explained that wrong there. I probably used the wrong example. But there always seems to be a bit of a love towards either a person within Chelsea or the club itself. That's what I'm trying to get at. Whereas with Spurs and Arsenal from outside fans, I don't feel like anyone likes them at all. And I feel like if there's an over-hatred of them and, and you're just getting past this sort of respect barrier where you're not even respecting their position on the league. You know what I mean? Uh, people are just taking it as granted that Chelsea are going to get fed this year when really that's not the case. You know, you've got to rate Spurs and Arsenal a little bit. So that's my pet peeve anyway. It's the over-hatred. I've um, got a question just, on. just on that. Is, do you think the overhatred has come from all or nothing? Because obviously Spurs did theirs, now Arsenal done theirs. So is it like the commercialized commercialization? Is that where it's come from from you? I, I, don't, I don't think so because I think I think the I think the Arsenal stuff was a little bit. I think that, you know there has been a bit of a hype, not a hype, but uh, there's been a bit of an acceleration of hatred when these all or nothing series come out. But you saw Man City had one, and it seemed to have sort of the opposite effect where people started to like City more. Um, I feel like the overhatred. For Arsenal, it comes from Arsenal fan TV, really. I think when yeah. that spawned, 
naturally it's a collision course and, I, and I, it, it, I'm not I am a fan of our FTV I watch them you know what I mean I don't think they intentionally do it but I feel like a lot of fans who normally go to the game you know what they're like they don't like fan channels and they're especially not on like Arsenal fan TV and then it gets to the point where even people within Arsenal fan TV start brewing stuff up about Arsenal which then makes the line of respect just absolutely vanish because Arsenal fans are always hating on likes of Arteta on the likes of uh, Arsene Wenger, as well as we mentioned before, all of these players and managers who've been at Arsenal since Arsenal Fan TV came, where they've all been criticising them, all these other rival fans are just having a free room. Whereas if it was Everton, for example, a lot of Everton fans would stand up for it and sort of keep that barrier there. I hope I'm making sense. Uh, yeah, I, 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 I get what you're saying. Mm. With, with the spares stuff as well, I think it's just because they haven't won a trophy in a while. Same with Everton, really. But I feel like the, the hate for spares that they get sometimes is absolutely unwarranted. Um, so yeah, that's my pet peeve anyway. Uh, I don't think it's as yeah, I think it's yeah, medium in it. You know, what I mean, if you don't like Arsenal, you, you're not going to agree. Sam, so <laughs> I don't I know why you stand on the North yeah. London clubs. I, I don't, I don't mind Tottenham. I've got a little bit of a soft spot for Spurs. Um, I don't mind Arsenal either, to be honest. I'd like to see them get back up there. Um, mm-hmm. and I like Arteta. I agree with you. I think there's a they, they've both become a little bit of media scapegoats a little bit, particularly like we. They both become football, like football kind of there. like meme clubs almost yeah, yeah, for yeah. a bit. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, but as you said, you know, like Arsenal and Spurs have started this season so, particularly Arsenal, they started so well, and still people were like, "Oh, well, you know, they've had easy games." Yeah, yeah. They've, they've won them all. Like Liverpool had Fulham on opening day. With all due respect to Fulham, that's an easy game. Mm-hmm. They didn't win it. You know, you've got to win the games whether they're easy fixtures or not. Um, so I see where you're coming from. But the more I think about it. the more i think about it the thought of a grown man with piro 17 yeah do you know what i mean do you know what i mean is is making me throw up do you know do you know what the worst the worst one for me is if i ever see a grown man with a goalkeeper top and a goalkeeper name yeah i'd walk out myself long sleeves as well long the whole the whole the whole wall up yeah I'm having yeah. none of it. Sorry. No, that's, I'm putting it in room 101. I'm, I'm agreeing Thanks. with you there. Thank uh, you. It's going in room 101. We're, we're, we're level. Right. Level pair again. Kieran, off you go. Okay, I'm going to go strong again. Um, Forest's Nottingham Forest's transfer policy this season. Wow. I mean, can I just say, absolutely ridiculous what they've done this summer. Absolutely. They're, they're playing FIFA career mode. It's as simple as that. They're I don't know how they've managed it. Uh, same. They've spent over a hundred million pounds. Um, I'm not slating at individual transfers. I think the likes of Gibbs White transfer was good, unlike many people thought. Um, the Lingard transfer was all right. You know, they've done decent deals here and there, but they've done them in massive volume. And this is my problem. They've signed four left backs this year. Four left backs. That's a joke. <laughs> that's a, that should not even be allowed. And this is the thing. They've signed 22 players this season. I understand 15 left. But absolutely no chance they should, should they should have a summer where they signed four left backs and 22 players. It's an absolute joke. The likes of Willie Bolly coming in, they only got him because they could get him for, for cheap money, easy money. And, and it just seems like they're getting a volume of players and just trying and just hitting and hoping. Where it doesn't work. Why did they sign Gibbs White and Lingard in the same uh, in the same summer when their yeah. formation doesn't even accommodate for both of them to play in the same in the same game? They'd have to play separately, you know. Look at the players that they've got. Lottie, I thought he was going to be a starter for them. But by the looks of it, they got three other left backs. So what are they <laughs> going to be doing? The only smart business I said they, I would say they've done is 
if they, you know, they got Dean Hendo, which is quite smart. I think Gibbs White was quite smart. You know, they've done, they have done good business. I think Nico Williams too, is a good move. Yeah, they've done, they've done way too much business. That's the problem. If they signed 50, I'd even say 15 players. I think they, as soon as they went over that 15 player mark, right, it's just too many players, really too many players. They, they try, they're not using their youth academy. You know, they're not really looking at, um, I mean, didn't, didn't they sign Kiyate? For free from Crystal yeah. Palace near the end of the window. Like, I'm not saying these are bad players, but it, it's just stupid business that doesn't need to be done. Uh, and you're going to see a lot of these players flop and flop hard. There'll be one or two that do well, but everyone else will do awful. And by the end of it, I think Forrest will get relegated. And you know what they've turned themselves into? They've turned themselves into a club which people want to see relegate, get relegated now. I want them relegated because you cannot... I don't think it's fair that you, you're signing 22 players in, in, in one season because... It doesn't scream to me any sort of creativity. It screams like you're just throwing mud against the wall and seeing what sticks. And there will be some transfers that do well, but really, um, can you even name any of the? Can you even name ten players that signed this season? What I was about to say is, come the end of the season, I think we're going to go. Oh, he plays. I didn't realize he played. Yeah, I didn't realize he played. Yeah, Yeah. because I don't Mm -hmm. get how the rotation is going to allow it. I mean, Mm -hmm. they signed two full starting elevens. Yeah, it's ridiculous. I know you're allowed five, five subs, but. I mean, I don't know. They, they, they should have they should have signed I would because obviously 15 players left. I understand that. They should have signed maximum 15 players because they probably had a bulky squad anyway from the championship. Because the championship, you guys know, is mm. very much loads of games, uh, mm. loads of rotation. Premier League's not the same sort of thing, especially when you haven't got European football. They're playing once a week, maybe once every two weeks. And that is the, the overarching problem I've got with Forest. It's too much business. Loads of money spent, loads of money wasted, and they're going to get relegated at the end of the season. So I feel like bad. I feel like they put all their eggs in one basket though with the transfers they've made because they've done mm. that purely to say like right, let's sign all these players and let's hope we stay up kind of thing. Like we need to stay up now that we've signed yeah. all these players. I know they'll get parachute payment, but there's a lot of you know behind the scenes transfers that just it's just not going to add up a lot of what they've done, and they're going to get sussed. I think. But... And you know what will make it a bigger L, a, a massive L for them, is if Steve Cooper leaves to Brighton yeah. or Leicester. As soon as that happens, what are you going to do then? It's not yeah. a reliable transfer policy, whereas with Brighton, they've done a reliable transfer policy where a player, where a manager who maybe isn't as good as Graham Potter, but, you know, can use that squad to his advantage. You know, there's a direction there, whereas with Forrest, there's no direction. There's, there's nothing going on there. We don't know what's going to happen. Yeah. So that's my pet peeve, is just... Forrest's transfer policy this summer. So, Alex. That's, that's a very sensible one. What have you got? Um, I'm going to counteract that sensible sensible talk with nonsense, as I usually do, uh, with fake crowd noise. Yeah. I I think that it's a bit of a gimme, to be honest with you. I feel like, you know, it's an obvious one. But there's nothing I hate more than when we're down our state. I don't know if you ever experienced this, um, Kieran. But this season, we're like, oh, we were reading the... Uh, they they sent us like an email or so on, sent an email out and saying, oh, we'll be bringing back the crowd noise to bring the atmosphere. And it doesn't make anything better. It just makes everything worse. I don't care what song is being sung or who, how loud or whatever. It just makes it like, there's nothing more embarrassing than sitting in your seat trying to outsing, a, you know, the a crowd noise. noise. Yeah, exactly. You're trying to outsing a tie noise that most likely you were singing in the first place. So yeah, that's mine. I, I can't stand that. It's cringy, you know. It is cringy. Yeah, it's 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 cringy, and I don't know. It feels a bit like 
I don't know, it feels like cheating. And I, I don't like that. Like, when when you go to a football game, you want to make all the noise. You want to be in the crowd and you want the atmosphere to be electric because you've done it, not because, like, you've you needed the help. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah. Nothing to do with football, all to do with atmosphere. Okay. So we've got Nottingham Forest transfer policy and fake crowd noise. It's a tough one, this, because up until about mid-August, start of August, I was loving Forest. I really was. I wanted them to do well. I still won't mind them staying up. There's, I'd rather Brentford go down. Um, <laughs> yeah, let's not go there again. <laughs> I am really intrigued. I mean, I'm sure we'll get onto it later, but what, nah. what have Brentford done, man? They've done nothing well, they, wrong. They beat us twice in the playoffs, which wasn't particularly um, nice, but it was just a manner of it. I just don't like them. <laughs> don't like them. And I, Everybody I else fact. has got over it by now, but Sam's still, yeah, he's still hanging on to it. <laughs> Sam Thomas Frank. I hate the fact they got Christian Eriksen. Last year, I, I can't stand Ivan Tony. I hope he doesn't get an England call up because he will score against Wales. He just will. He just like it'll, it'll be like his debut and he will score against Wales. It's just it's just what's going to happen. Um, I can't even describe it other than that. It's just you know, just don't like them. Sorry, okay. All right, well, fair enough. We all hate a certain club. I yeah, can't, I have absolutely it. no reason for it. Like Stoke, we've all got a bit of a reason for it. This one, yeah. so it's just a bit of argy bargy between the two of them. Mm-hmm. But, Brentford, I mean, okay. we'll never know. No, no, it's one of the unsolved mysteries of the world, isn't it? Isn't it? Yes, <laughs> I, um... We all have a club that we all don't like, and yeah. I guess yours is Brentford. So go on. Anyway, Forest. Yeah, I, I wanted them to do well. It's disappointing to see how they've approached the market, but in some ways, you've got to admire it. You know, that's a dream career mode. Like you said, um, <laughs> yeah. Um, oh, yeah, I, I'm guilty of it. Every time I load up career mode, I'm like, yeah, what about you? What about you? What about you? What about you? Yeah, exactly. You don't work out. You're getting gone. Financial <laughs> takeover, like um, yeah. fake crowd noise. Genuinely, it makes my toes curl. So that I'm afraid is going to have to go in room 101. Well, I'm not afraid. I'm very glad it's going in room 101. I hope it never. I feel, makes a, I feel a bit bad. I feel a bit bad winning this. I might not win it. Well, you, you might know, not win it yet. All, all you can hope for is a draw here, I'm afraid. So. You know, do you not remember about Crystal Palace at home? Come on. 3 2. That's what the score will be today. 3 2. Okay. Al- Alex right. has only got four. I, so it'll, yeah, I've only got four. So, yeah. Um, if, right. <laughs> you probably will beat me on the last one because I haven't got. <laughs> okay. Go right. Round four. Alex, you're up. Right. First. My final one. I've saved probably my biggest pet peeve. Up until the end, um, it's quiet away fans. So like when the when the away fans come down and they don't say a word all game. Like this, a good example of this was last. Like we're recording this. What's the date today? Fourteenth of September, twenty twenty two. Yesterday, Swansea played Sheffield United. They did not say a single word up until the ninety fourth minute when they scored. I can't. St- if you're coming all the way down, especially from Sheffield on a Tuesday night, give us something. Because there's nothing better in a game than having a bit of back and forth between the fans. Like, you know, you've got the, the loud section of, like, your home fans and then the whole away sections usually, like, you know, they're, they're having a great time. So if you're coming all the way down, have a sing-song. Do something. Don't just sit down and... Don't just watch the game. Have an experience. Enjoy yourself. It's a whole... It's a whole, you know... Uh, what's the what's the word I'm looking for? Help day me out. out. Yeah. Pardon? It's a day out, isn't it? It's a day, exactly. It's a day out. So enjoy your day out. Go, go and enjoy yourself. You know, don't take it too far, obviously. But you know, have a bit of back and forth. Don't just sit down and say nothing. I'm going to ask you both the same question, Alex. Who is the quietest set of away fans you've had on the Liberty? Peterborough. 
Peterborough, yeah, hundred percent. Peterborough without shadow of a doubt. Yeah, they they um, honestly they could have come in a minibus. It was like a coon. It was like they were all sat down there, like they were all blessed. Like a mother's meeting. Mind you, they didn't they didn't have too much to sing about because we were three 0 up at half time. Yes, but still. Yeah. Right. Anyway, Kieran. Kieran. Who's um, required us to come to Goodison? You dare say. I, us. I know the be- the best funds are actually Forest. I must say. Forest, oh, really? they, they were pretty good, best. yeah. Fantastic. Um, you know what? I hate, I, sound, I don't want to say it because I sound biased again, don't I? But Liverpool, they, well, <laughs> they, you, you look at the derby this year, right? You look at how quiet they were this year, it was silent in that. It was silent, I will say, and, and I must say, right? Gay, I sound so biased when I say this, and I'm gonna probably get clipped up somewhere, but I don't care. <laughs> Liverpool fans, right? I am biased and I am salty at your success, but it is silent most time. This this whole this whole idea that Anfield have a great environment and they've got great and full of great away support. It only exists in Champions League games. You know, in in your little Premier League games or any Premier League game that isn't City, it is quiet. It is it is non-existent. You saw it yesterday. It yeah, is, Tiago, it's wasn't Tiago saying like, "Come on, let's make a bit of noise because they're doing well better." Exactly, but I if saw you a video I honestly think, right, what I will say with certainty is Everton have probably top five, at least minimum, fans in, in, in the, um, well, I wouldn't say football and pyramid, but at least in the Premier League. Uh, when it comes to creating a, uh, an atmosphere, when it comes to creating a sense of unity on, on game day, that is anyway, outside of that, it's fucked, but on game day, when it's on game day, <laughs> um, Unity, support, everything is going together. We are all in this together. As soon as after that, we're a bit, you know, as every fan base is, we're a bit divided. But yeah. on game day, when it means we need to get results, we are together. We're there with our flares beforehand. You know, you saw it last year. That's the reason why we stayed up. So what I will say with certainty is we've got the best fans in, in the Premier League, or at least up there in the top three. So oh, Yeah, so quiet the way fans. Kieran, what are you countering it with? Right, this one's probably not going to win. But it's my it's my biggest pet peeve. It's not it's probably not a general one. So maybe for you, Sam, it won't it won't seem big uh, and Alex. But for me, this is the biggest pet peeve I have. I have and I'm going to give a bit of context, right? Before Rafa was sacked, I wanted Lampard in. So that tells you everything you need to know about my love for Lampard. Okay, I think he, he he's a very underrated manager, and I think he's a manager who gets a lot of stick. My pet peeve is the amount of hate that Lampard gets off many various fan bases. The first one being. This whole idea that he wasn't a success at Chelsea or at Derby. At Derby, he missed out on playoffs. It was a very good team. I understand that. But that team was crafted by Lampard. That team wasn't given to him and he failed. He crafted that team and got all the way to the playoff finals against a very good Villa team who, let's be honest, they had the likes of Tammy Abraham, Jack Grealish. Come on now. I mean, very hard to beat that Villa team. In any other season of the Championship in the past five, six years, they would have gone up without a shadow of a doubt in my mind. It was a very competitive league that year. Uh, they had Leeds as well in that year. I knew you guys know this first hand. It was a very good league that year, and it was a league which was very hard to get promoted in. With Chelsea, he had a transfer ban, and then he crafted a team yet again. Yes, in his second year, he had quite a bit of money, but in the first year, he crafted a team with the likes of Mason Mount, Tamori, Tammy Abraham, Billy Gilmore, all these youngsters coming through, giving them a chance and creating them into great players. And he's a great coach developer. He's a great coach at developing players. Um, yes, maybe not on the same levels as Jurgen Klopp, but when it comes to youngsters, he seems to get the best out of them. And I'll tell you, I'll give you a few more examples. At Everton, some player development. I The, the amount of player development I've seen on Alex Awobi is insane. Alex Awobi has gone from the worst player in this Everton team to the best player in this Everton team. That is something... I never thought anyone would ever say that. 
that is, it seems extraordinary. But I can I can send you multiple highlights uh, highlight reels of, of Alex Wobi this season. He's been fantastic. He's been probably our best centre mid. We're up there with Onana. Okay, and Onana is this twenty one year old from Lille who came for thirty million pounds. He has really get got the best out of Alex Wobi this year. And Alex Wobi. He trusted him at centre mid in a double pivot in a five at the back formation. That is bold, that. Putting Alex Wobie in a midfield two, firstly, that is bold, that, isn't it, really? And it worked. Uh, now, what I will criticise Lampard for is, yes, in-game decision-making sometimes is a bit rash. He doesn't make the subs that are appropriate, but he doesn't have the players that are appropriate sometimes. In games, he just doesn't know what players to actually bring on because he doesn't have any options. And... The amount of unwarranted hate he gets is ridiculous. Off Chelsea fans, we were saying he's a failure. Stupid. Yeah, you, because you, you, they're looking at it in the lens of he didn't win any trophies. Yet he was the he was the manager who crafted that Champions League team. I'm not saying he's the one who took them to the Champions League, but he made that team into the team it is today. Obviously, Tuchel accelerated that massively, and you know Tuchel was the reason why they won the Champions League. But you get my point. Um, you know, a lot of Chelsea fans now were really defending Tuchel. Yet Lampard had a better last 30 games than Tuchel did. Those are the facts. You know, Lampard, before he got sacked, was doing better than Tuchel was. Okay. Um, then, the unwarranted hate he gets off Liverpool fans, saying he's inexperienced, saying he's this, that, the other. That's BS, to be honest with you, because they, they are the same fan base that big up Gerrard's, which is ridiculous, because Gerrard has no credentials bar winning one <laughs> Scottish League title, really, in a, in a season <laughs> where Celtic were on the down, downward spiral. I mean, come on now. This is it, it's just plain silliness. It's as simple as that. Uh, and Lampard, for me, uh, is a manager who has reinvented the culture at Everton, or at least dug it back up since the Moyes era. Um, he's probably going to be the most successful manager at Everton in the past 25 years. I think he will win a trophy with us. Um, and he has a style of play, which is modern, which is a style of play which will hopefully get Everton up the league. But what Everton needs to do is invest in players, and that's what they've done this year. And again, my only criticism of Lampard is... In-game subs, but that can be countered with he hasn't got the personnel. And secondly, his attacking options, which he buys, you know, we have not been the greatest sort of profile. Neil Mopai, McNeil, Werner back at Chelsea, Havertz back at Chelsea. You know, these players aren't screaming goals and assists all, all, all across the board. That's my only criticism of him. But you can counter that with saying, well, when he had Tammy Abraham was developing him, look at the player he's turned out to be. So... That's my very biased take, and it's a take which probably isn't popular <laughs> with a lot of people, but that's my biggest pet peeve. It is the hate that Lampard gets and the unwarranted amount of crap he receives uh, off non-Everton fans. I must stress now, with the, within the Everton fan base, he's very liked, and I don't get where this myth comes from that he's not liked, because everywhere I see, he is liked. Yeah, I, I get that. I, I don't mind Lampard. I, 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 I really like Lampard. Gerard. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I think... Yeah, I think giving a bit of time. I do, I do can't get behind the people who say he's not good or he's this or he's that. I think he's a very, very he's a he's a very clever bloke first and foremost, and he's a football man. Yeah, and he knows he knows football, and like you say, he will develop that sort of that young talent, you know, wherever he goes. Um, because he did it with Harry Wilson, he did it with was I think Tom Lawrence was in that. Um, Tom Lawrence, yeah, was well. in that derby team as well. Yeah, derby, yeah, exactly. Mount there, you know. So yeah, no, I I do I do agree with you. Uh, go, on for, go go on, Sam. No, don't matter. I was just. Make <laughs> I would have got another ten minute rant there. So just <laughs> you, move on, move on. I was uh, I was just going to make my final judgment, um, which I get I get your pet peeve, Kieran, but mm-hmm. I feel like as a Swansea fan, 
I'm not I'm not as invested, if you know what I mean. In, yeah, in the I know. That's, that's, that's <laughs> what I meant. I mean, it, it's going to be a it's a very personal pet. Who knows? Maybe now you've opened my eyes to it. I will yeah. be in future. Um, but quiet away fans just they ruin a game, don't they? Really? Yeah, because we want to have something back and forth. Yeah, um, exactly. I don't feel like I needed to give too much for that one because, like, even talking about quiet away fans just makes me feel a bit like, yeah. Ugh. Do you know what I mean? It just like makes me feel a bit tired. So yeah, yeah. if you're so, if you're an away fan, you come into an away day and you don't, you're not gonna just again give your ticket away, do something up, yeah. else. And do definitely, definitely don't be quiet if you're wearing a shirt with the player. Yeah, on the back. <laughs> just <laughs> think of something else to do. Go down the rugby or something. Uh, what I'm getting is Alex's nightmare is a. An older man who's like in his mid forties coming down to Swansea in a goalkeeping away shirt, yeah. with their goalkeeper's name on the back, sitting down all away, all at the away end, and doing absolutely nothing. I will be pointing the stewards in his direction if I ever catch someone down the Liberty like that. Straight yeah. over. Fair enough. There we are then. That. Uh... That's random off. It's, it's premature because I couldn't get five. I only did four, but I win. Fairness, so I only gave you the assignment about yeah. o'clock today. So and I was in work until that past four. Yeah, so you've so. done well. You've done well. Diam, well done. That's Thank you. Lovely bit of Welsh for that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> right, boys. Pleasure as always. Kieran, thank you so Thanks much. Thanks for coming, Kieran. We've uh, we've enjoyed this one. We all good uh, laugh. It's been cathartic being able to just rant for half an hour. Yeah, it's it's great, isn't it? That's it. I love it. It's what yeah. I do. Kieran Rant. Kieran Rant. Kieran ranted. There we are. Yes, there you go. That's tense. Um, but thanks for having me on again. I appreciate it. No pleasure, it. mate. No pleasure. Thank you for joining us. And uh, do you want to tell people where they can find you on uh, YouTube, TikTok, Twitter, the like? Yeah, so uh, mostly active on TikTok. If, if, if you want to come over to TikTok, it's just me annoying Liverpool fans. That's Kieran Rant. Uh, if you want more sort of longer videos, me talking about Everton, I am dabbling into FIFA and et cetera when obviously it comes out. That's uh, what to expect on YouTube. Just Kieran Rants. It's as simple as that. Search it up. Um, or anytime Everton have lost, just search up Everton lost and it should come up because I'm <laughs> about it. So yeah. All right. That, that, that's where you can find me. Yeah. There we are. Awesome. And, uh, Thanks for I'll, coming, man. Pleasure as always, Alex. I've, there we uh, go. enjoyed hearing you rant. Thank and, you. Uh, Thanks we'll you. Next week with the return of what football yes. means to me. First one this season. About yeah, about time. About time. It's a pretty big one as well. I'm looking forward to it. Big one for us. Yes, we're uh, we're looking forward to it. So uh, we'll see you next week and uh, enjoy the weekend if if your games are on. I know some of them aren't, uh, but uh, if if it is, have a nice time. And uh, if you're in the away end, don't wear a shirt. Oh, loud and proud. Yeah, (laughs) just just sing and yeah, a shirt is fine. Keep the name away. There we are, and uh, we'll see you next week. Thanks for listening. Uh, Ta-da. Take care.